Hi, I'm Kerry. I'm the host of Best of Us Investors. Uh, I'm trying to form a tribe of a million people who work together to determine where the opportunities are in the stock market. Not so much today, but for the future, because I think we're going through a evolution of our society and it's being driven some by some outside sources and there's going to be an opportunity unlike ever before to make a lot of money in the stock market so that brings me to a question that um nina zarinsky zarinsky uh, asked me in uh, the comments under my video today um, on uh, July the 5th. And basically, she asked me, is Michael Burry right that we are going to have a crash that is going to make the subprime crisis crash look like just a bump in the road? Yeah, I think Michael Burry's right. I believe, I. if you go back to my videos, um, uh, well, I wasn't doing videos in 09, but I saw, I read a book, um, I guess it was in probably seven, uh, called The Trillion Dollar Meltdown. And I, I agreed with Michael, the, the, the real estate market was out of control and it was going to collapse. And then I subsequently read the book that uh, was about his his life, and that's uh, The Big Short. And if you haven't seen the movie, it's on Netflix. Anybody who's in investing needs to watch that, that movie. But what you got to realize is Michael is saying there's going to be a crash now, and, he's, and, and he's, a lot of people are listening to him because he did predict the subprime crisis. But you need to know he predicted it on May 2nd, 2005. It didn't actually happen until September 15th in 2008 when Lehman Brothers filed bankruptcy. So there's a three-year lag there. So uh, he's very voice, uh, very active right now on, on um, Twitter, predicting this crash, also predicting the meltdown of Bitcoin, and he hates Tesla. So he's become very active. So the question that Nina was asking me, is he right? And when should we get out of the stock market and wait for this crash to happen? That's what I want to address in this video, because I do not doubt that Michael is right. There is going to be a 10x crash, um, but the question is when? And that's what I want to talk to you right about after I inform you I'm not your financial advisor. I'm here only for education and entertainment. Be right back. Best of Us Investors presents Carrie Griegmeier. So let's bring us up today to today and Michael's most recent uh, tweets. He has basically said, uh, he has compared the position that the United States finds itself in right now as a result of increasing its money supply by 40% over the last year. In the same position Germany was prior to World War II, 
as they were in hyperinflation and it took a wheelbarrow worth of uh, German marks to buy a bag of potatoes. I don't think we went to the, Nita and I went to the grocery store uh, and that, that situation is not here yet. Um, but that's, that's, the, that's the comparison he's making. Um, are we in hyperinflation? Not yet, but we're getting close to it. Um, and why? It's because our government has been printing a lot of money. I think I, I, I see things in graphics. Um, so, so I want you to look at this chart that I created. Uh, and what it is, is a map from back in the early, probably the night in the 40s, in our money supply. And you can see it just kind of hovered around uh, as we found more gold. We were on the gold standard. But in the 70s, Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard and uh, said, we can print more money than, and we don't have to have it backed by gold. And he did that because we were involved in Vietnam and we needed that money to finance Vietnam. And it, it, it just keep, kept climbing until we got ourselves in the dot-com bubble. That was around 2000, 2001. Um, and we started printing more money. Uh, and then, then Michael's prediction came through in, um, in the housing bubble and that was in 09, and then we just wound those presses up. At this point in 09, we had gone from, uh, in 2000, from, from a debt of $4 trillion to a debt in 2008 of $8 trillion. and by the time we got to March of 2020, we were up to $20 trillion, $12 trillion in, in roughly 12 years, $1 trillion a year. So then we, in order to react to the pandemic, we printed another $8 trillion in 2020 up till today. So we're at $28 trillion. So that's, that's what Michael's talking about. This is hyperinflation. This is a money supply while, yeah, we're producing more goods, but we've, we've far surpassed um, our ratio for money supply to GDP. So, um, is that all a bad thing? Yeah, it could be, except you ask, you have to ask the question, where did that money go? Where did it go, particularly in the last 15 months? Where'd that $8 trillion go? Remember, in, in, in 2020, we only had a debt of $4 trillion but now we're at 28 trillion. Okay, where'd it go? Well, you can, you can look at this chart and you can see where it went. Uh, this is a chart of the history of the S&P 500. Just, and you can see we just hovered along, um, cooking real well until we got off the gold standard. And then the, the market started to climb. Why? because there was an abundance of money. There was liquidity. And that money, if, if you don't need it to buy groceries and gasoline and pay for your, your, your heat, and you invest it. And you look for the best place to invest it. And again, looking at the S&P 500, you can see that for the most part, we decided the best place to invest it was in growth stocks. And they went up. 
And you see the dot-com bubble dip in, in, um, in 2000, and then you see the subprime crisis dip in, in 2009. But nonetheless, it then started to climb. And then you see the dip in um, 2000 or 2020 with the subprime crisis. And then what happened? It climbed right back up. So Michael's point is that somewhere it's going to stop. And somewhere the money supply has to stop and we have to come back to reality. And this money has to be paid back. So the question becomes, when is it going to be paid back? Will it be paid back next month? Will it be paid back next year? Will it be paid back three years from now? Okay, so if that's the question, then what's going to facilitate, what's going to change to stop the printing presses from flowing the raising of taxes to get the money back into the treasury to reduce the national debt, what has to happen? Well, I would say peace, tranquility. Everybody's on the same page. Are we anywhere near that right now? Well, let's ask, okay, what happened in 15 months ago? We entered into a pandemic. What did we do over those 15 months? We taught Al-Qaeda how to bring the world to its knees. No longer are they planning to fly airplanes into the trade center. No longer are they try, trying to convince people to put explosives in their underwear and go onto an airplane. They don't need to do that anymore. If they want to attack us, they merely give someone a virus and put them on an airplane to the United States, 20 people, put them on the subways, let them cough, and then say, we got the vaccine. How about $70 million? Okay, do you think that's going on? Do you think Joe knows it's going on? Do you think that every president, prime minister, king and ruler of the of the worlds know that's going on? Well, let me add some more mystery to the story. Just 2 months ago, we had the colonial pipeline shut down and ransomed for I believe it was somewhere in the neighborhood of $5 million. And then they shut the J&D Food Company down, and they asked for $10 million. And then Friday, they hit us with over a 1,000 companies and municipalities and hospitals shut down, and they're asking for $70 million. We're in World War III, and we're being hit in two fronts. What happened when we needed money to fight Vietnam? What happened in Europe when England and Germany and not Germany, or England and France and and uh, Italy needed money to fight World War II and to buy armaments from the United States? They printed money. That's what's going to happen now. They, they, they're oiling the presses as we speak. 
because our world has to come together and say, pandemic never can never happen again. Cyber warfare can never happen again. We've got to unite, we've got to come together, and we've got to spend whatever it takes to make sure it doesn't happen again. So is Michael right? Yes. Is it going to happen this week? No. Is it going to happen next month? No. Next year? No. Three years from now? I don't know. It depends on how long we can shut these two villains down. And then wait and see what the next one is. But the beauty of all this is it can't happen. It cannot happen, meaning that we get rid of them unless every world leader comes together, gets in a kumbaya circle, and says, we're united. We're gonna, we're, we're, it's bigger than any of us, and we can't survive if we don't unite. So what does that take? That takes innovation. Where does that come from? Right now, it's going to come from some companies that are leading the biotech world and say, we can develop a, vi a, a vaccine, and we have already asked our pharmaceutical companies to fill the closets full of vaccines that can, can work no matter what they deliver to us, we're already spending that money. But right now they're talking about how much do we have to spend to make sure that what just happened Friday doesn't happen again. And it will happen again. And more money will be spent to make sure we can stop it. So, Nina, is Michael Berry right? Yes. The market will crash. Is it anytime soon? No. Where do you need to invest? Biotech and cybersecurity. Now, what do you invest in? I think I know. I've been doing real well in biotech because I've learned a lot by reading and interchanging with my tribe. My tribe is a group of people, 12,000 people over at our Discord that exchange ideas, that analyze stocks, and we're working right now on an artificial intelligence element to analyze stocks within our tribe so that we can pick out the cybersecurity stock, the biotech stock, that's selling right now for $2.00, and going to be a $2,000 stock rather than buying the $2,000 stock that might go to $3,000. We're looking for the, the small guy. We're digging deep. We're, we're, we're doing what Michael Burry does. Don't just look at the service. Just don't read just Motley Fool and, 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 and Seeking Alpha. Read their annual reports. Listen to their listen to their their, their reports. Their get interviews with their CEOs, and figure out who's got this figured out, and who you want to put your money with. This is not a bet. This is a calculated investment. And again, who's the biggest cybersecurity 
company in the world. It's Amazon.com. The Amazon. They, they, they have more money spent on protecting Amazon Web Services than anybody else. Does, does Microsoft? Yes. Does Apple? Yes. But we just learned that there are thousands and thousands of companies around the world that are using software. I would ask you, when you get on your laptop and go down to Starbucks and buy a cup of coffee, is your computer protected? Have you gone down into my description and, and, and gone to Surfshark where I've gotten you a 30-day free a trial? Have you done that? Have you Don't throw a lot of stones at these municipalities who just got invaded. You aren't doing it for yourself. And, and until we get that mentality that everybody has to take care of their own data, these people are going to feed on us. It's World War III. Biotech and cyber. <laughs> Missiles are out. <laughs> Missiles were last year's weapons. Tanks? Oh, come on. We try, fly drones over you and missile you. No. No. It's a new world. You need to invest in this new world. If you like this kind of video, can't imagine why you would, give it a thumbs up. If you want to be a part of this movement to to find the stocks that are going to benefit from the terrible predicaments we find ourselves in today, the ones who are going to come solve today's problems, join us. Go to bestofusinvestors.com, give me your name and your email address, and I'll send you an, an invitation to our Discord. And then if you want to share in the immediate information of what I'm buying, what my tribe is buying, you just pay us $10 a month and, and, and we'll do the research for you. We'll, I'll get on the airplanes and, and go sit down with the hedge fund managers and the, the CEOs and, and we'll work together. You know, this is a team sport. If you didn't know that, you didn't, don't recognize who you're playing against. BlackRock, that's a team. You're one person. <sighs> okay, I'll talk to you next week. No, I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>